Hey guys, this is Intellipad Podcast, here to offer you the best technology discussions, technical courses, much more. Let's start off with some facts about robotic process automation, or commonly called RPA. According to Forrester, the RPA industry will grow from $250 million in 2016 to $2.9 billion in 2021 in the upcoming year. This is a huge growth. And also according to a survey conducted by Deloitte Global RPA Survey, a total of 61% of participants reported their expectations of cost reduction being met or exceeded by using RPA. So now let's start off this session on RPA developer career path so that you can learn more about the role, the responsibilities and also how to get into it. Now, let's begin and talk about today's agenda. So, today's agenda is sixfold. We'll be starting off with a brief introduction to what is RPA or robotic process automation. Then, we'll talk about job trends and salary. In there, we'll be discussing uh, the flow of the job trends with respect to past few years and how it is projected for the future. And we'll talk about uh, the number of job openings which were there before Corona and after Corona and what it looks like and uh, whatever the clear picture is we'll be giving you that in the second section from there we'll move on and talk about the top most talked about roles and the related responsibilities with respect to that roles for rpa jobs in the third section and then we'll move on and talk about which rpa tools you should learn to begin with and then we'll talk about how you can learn those tools how you can get started with that and then we'll talk about in the further learning structure where you can ex explore more so that is about the agenda guys i hope that is very clear to you so without wasting any further time let's just get into the session so what is robotic process automation so if we go by the definition the process of automating operations with robots without human interaction with the system is termed as robotic process automation so what does it mean uh, basically if you think about it let's break this term uh, to, into three different words and understand what is going on so if you think about it, uh, it, robotic process automation or RPA is made up of three different words, which is robotic process and automation. So robotic is anything that uh, mimics human actions. Process is a set of sequential actions which leads to a desired result. And automation is anything which is done without the human interaction with the system. So in a nutshell, if there is an operation which is happening, uh, which is a sequential action, which has certain steps, which has being followed by some robot, and you are not there to monitor it and still the job is being done, that is an example of robotic process automation. Uh, a good example would be, um, let's say if you want to uh, open the website for IntelliPad everywhere every day and you have to search for something and log in and this is a set of sequential actions and you didn't want to do something like that right so this is a very basic example so what you can do is you can make an RPA program that if you run automatically opens the best web browser it goes to the IntelliPad website it searches for the RPA course it logs you in and it uh, helps you open whatever uh, the lecture video you wanted to open right so that is a system that you have designed which will automatically do all of this. So this is a set of sequential actions, the process of the opening of Google Chrome and then searching for the website and then going to the website and searching for the course and then opening the course and logging in and stuff like that. That is a set of sequential actions which is followed by the robot and uh, you can do it with a click and you don't have to interact with the system. So that is where the automation happens. So as you can understand, uh, RPA is basically being used to eliminate the tasks which are repetitive, uh, which is very easy, which anyone can do. Uh, for example, example uh, data entry if you want to put data from your given excel sheet and you have to go through a process of doing that 
uh, you can either do it manually or you can have a robot do it which will be much more convenient much more easier it, you just have to design a program and uh, it will be error free because it's a robot which is doing it and it is tireless so that is why rpa has come into the picture because that is something which can save a business a lot of money moving along let's talk about rpa job trends and salaries so uh, talking about RPA job trends and salary, uh, if you were to believe McKinsey and Company, which is a huge organization, they estimated that about uh, RPA systems will overtake about 140 million jobs by 2025. People who are doing repetitive tasks and there are different uh, 140 million jobs which RPA can probably do uh, and eliminate uh, a human workload from there so that does not mean that rp is just taking away jobs it is creating jobs more skilled jobs which are more paid jobs because now there's opening for people who will be designing and working with this rpa programs and they'll be doing this entire process so this opens a lot of different openings which are more higher skill based and gives you better pay so that is a way to look about rpa as a technology that it's making your job easier talking about the trends so uh it's not just me saying that uh, a lot of businesses are adapting to it. As you can see from February 2015 to August 2019, you can see there's a huge jump in terms of job opportunities and uh, which have been there in the past few years. And you can see there was a lateral shift in it and it's going forward. And it's going forward because there's a lot of openings for RPA developers because there's jobs in every domain which have set of sequential actions which you can eliminate and make the whole process more faster more better and you know uh, more dependable on it and you can eliminate all of those repetitive tasks or sequential tasks in all of the field and which will make the entire process and the end product look more robust right for example the field would be it healthcare banking so for healthcare if there are certain reports rpa can make a program which can directly when the report is ready or whenever the details are there from the uh, particular doctor who has released it you can directly put it to the website rpa can do that for you if you have insurance or banking rpa can go through various different forms and can do form validations uh, which will uh, which would previously required human interaction a lot but now you can do that through this so there are a lot of different domains that rpa offers jobs into so it there, there's always will be a huge number of job openings and this is supported by this graph as you can see uh, the different a number of job openings in terms and of their with respect to rpa is has been mentioned on the screen how their segregation is across the industry so if you are telecom industry healthcare industry retail manufacturing you can see the segregation which is there with respect to that graph and this graph is continuously growing till 2024 so as you can see rpa is on a rise and it is something which will be there in the future and a lot of companies are already hiring for it to give an example of that let me show you the job trends before Corona. So if you're looking at India, the, these are the job openings on the left hand side and you can see the top companies which are hiring for RPA. So you can see Capgemini is 1855 openings alone in one company uh, in India and a lot of different good companies like IBM, Accenture, SAP Labs and Tech Mahindra, Wipro and all of these good companies are also in there like Flipkart and all everybody is in there. And talking about USA, you can see the number of job opportunities which were there just before corona so these statistics are just before corona there is not these many openings right now if you wanted to look at the picture right now the picture right now looks something like this top companies in india uh, like ibm or uh, accenture oracle are still hiring united health group are still hiring uh, you can see the numbers have gone down by a margin because there were uh, cap gemini as you can see now it is hiring for 30 40 people where it was in 1855 but what you can you be sure of is that a lot of different companies are adopting who are not 
top top companies in the world right now as you can see bangalore alone has 7095 openings today so it might not be that these big companies are hiring but there are a lot of different companies who are still hiring so if you're looking for a job right now in the rpa field you can still land it you can see the numbers on the screen and you can still still find out that there are a lot of job openings which are still out there for rpa and other thing that is to be noted about is the number on the previous menu here as you can see before corona the numbers were so high so once the pandemic stops you know every industry will be starting to hire again the business will bloom again and the economic deprivation will go away right and once that happens these number of openings will come back so basically what you're thinking about is the future because you're thinking about how you can land job post pandemic and in the pandemic as well you have the opportunity so if you start learning today there's a very good chance like still that by the time that you are done you will be ready uh, to jump in the market and directly get placed very quickly and all you have to do is, is to learn rpm so this was about the job trends and you can see the average salary on the screen so if you are a fresher in rp you're looking at a salary of around 7 lpa or in the usa as eighty thousand dollars and uh, somewhere an experienced developer where i'm talking about four or five years of experience you're looking at a figure of around $125,000 and 18 LPA in India. So you can see these numbers are fairly very high and that's why a lot of interest is there in RPA because a lot of different companies are now adopting it because of the uh, amount of money it saves them, the amount of efficiency that increases and the end product becomes more robust altogether. So that is why RPA has been so interesting for a while now. So now let's move on and talk about the different job roles and responsibilities and the career paths which is there in RPA. So as I mentioned, you can have different kinds of domains that you can be working for you can be working for different companies uh, you can be working in healthcare you can be working in insurance or you can be working somewhere with some it domain who are doing something different with rpa altogether so you can have different kinds of roles and responsibilities uh, as so goes with probably every other technology which is out there there's a different kinds of roles with them within terms to that job itself so let's talk about rpa developer what are the roles and responsibilities so first role that we are talking about here which is very much uh, asked upon is the process designer so the basic responsibility of the process designer is for understanding the current process and the pro process uh, designer has to come up with most efficient way of conducting uh, or moving your entire infrastructure into the rpa infrastructure they also monitor the changes that happen after implementing the feedback during the development or the testing phase while keeping the project specification intact so that is something what process, process designer does so in a nutshell you can think about it he is someone who understands uh, how rpa works properly so uh, he looks at a new company our new company asks that okay we want to move our entire infrastructure to rpa the, these all activities are there so he has to understand what is going on in the current scenario and how that can be implemented in terms of rpa and what all needs to be done he has to discuss it with the automation architects and the product manager about how the things should be and how it should look like and what is the uh, desired end product that we're looking at and how we are going to create the process of the entire different systems that will be interacting to make the process you know fully automated so that is the job of the process and he has to come up with the solution of rp he has to understand rp properly for that and what all you can achieve through your uh, what is the limitations and which is the best platform to go about while creating these rp uh, products so um that is what you're looking at if you're looking at the job of a process designer then next come is the automation architect. These are the jobs generally taken by a lot of test engineers because they do similar kinds of work at points. So automation architects are people who actually implement the, the project. So a process designer will tell you this is what we are looking at when you are thinking of designing the system. And these are the people who bring those systems to life. So these people design and automation architect is one of the core members of the team uh, who is required to communicate across with the process designer, with the product manager, with everybody.
as to what has to be done and what has to be created and he has to keep everything in sync right and automation architect is also expected to use his programming experience to solve real world problem as well as the day-to-day -day problems so there will be different bugs which will be coming about here and there uh, the job of the automation architect is to make sure that things goes very smoothly that is what an automation architect does so he is responsible for creating and building things to life and making sure the system works properly uh, solving all the bugs and communicating across the system with different people as to what is being done so that is the job of an automation architect there's another job which you are looking at when you are talking about rpa and this person is known as the product manager so he is responsible for the entire process of being triggered and ending as intended so whatever the solution was that you decided upon it's the product manager's responsibility to ensure that whatever that we visioned upon is triggered as it was intended he has to handle whatever the process exceptions are there whatever is not there whatever the flaws in the system he has to identify the end uh, uh, breaking points where the system should fail or give some uh, exceptions and stuff like that he is the one responsible for all of that he has to report all of the bugs to the uh, automation architect so whatever the bugs he finds towards the end of the system let's say something was not properly defined and he finds that bug it's his job that he talks to the automation architect and tells him uh, okay this particular part of the code uh, is not functioning as it was intended to be and he has to resolve that and he has to review uh, analytics and uh, look for the process uh, improvement which can be there if in terms of any system flow if he thinks is not properly designed or not properly working it's his job to report that to the process designer okay this is something what we can improve upon because at the end of the day he is responsible for that uh, entire solution product which is he is the manager of that product so he is responsible for the end-to-end -end thing which is being made and how it is working and how it is being pushed outside in the world so that is the job of a product manager so these were the different roles and responsibilities with respect to rpa so now let's talk about which tools that you should learn so there are various different rpa tools out there but we are going to discuss the top three market leaders in the world right now and something which you will uh, see across job descriptions being asked very frequently and these three tools are uipath automation anywhere and blue prism right so uipath is something which is very easy very intuitive among my personal favorite among the three because of its very ease of use so uh, it is very 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 user friendly very easy to use and uh, uh, it has this visual designer which lets you see how the process is flowing and from where it is flowing and it has very good functionalities a lot of different things that you can do and the best part about it is that uh, for small to medium uh, businesses and for individuals uh, it is actually free of cost so they provide you this uh, free of cost implementation which they can do in order to create these products and uh, apart from that uh, there is automation anywhere so automation anywhere is fairly reliable and very scalable at the same time uh, very good as good as UiPath uh, but the problem being that with automation anywhere is that you get only 30 to 40 days of free trial where you can go ahead and learn it and it is uh, it has a trial version which allows you to learn but not as much as uipath the another problem that i face with automation anywhere is uh, it is kind of script based so uh, uh, as uipath gives you this visual designer where you can have a, a visual designer where you can have uh, the entire process flow on your uh, eyes in front of your eyes and you can debug it from whenever you can see feasible 
uh, other than that automation anywhere it gives you script based so everything is going sequentially so you have to live through the code as to as you were debugging a code so debugging in my opinion is easier on UI path than automation anywhere but automation anywhere is still a very robust tool very highly used in the industry because it is very 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 reliable and it has amazingly good features and a very good app drawer kind of thing um, where you can get different kinds of pre-made code which is there for performing different tasks so you have somewhere you can uh, go and look for uh, different libraries that have been made kind of things right apart from these two another industry leading giant is blue prism blue prism is again very highly reliable and very scalable uh, the problem with blue prism is that you do not have any available or free versions to learn it is fully fully paid so you don't have a lot of uh, resources when you want to learn blue prism you have to pay it entirely and then go ahead and learn it uh, which i think uh, is fairly very uh, uncomfortable for any learner who is trying to invest their time so in my opinion uh, if you wanted to start with rpa i would say uh, go for uipath or automation anywhere and build your career with it you can understand rpa and what it does very properly with these two tools and in the future if you want if you are very interested you can go ahead and learn blue prism so for a good starting point i'd say it's uipath or automation anywhere over blue prism but uh, overall in career wise uh, having the knowledge of blue prism is very very important and very helpful in the future and long run so moving along uh, let's talk about the skill requirements for rpa so any rpa developer would require very good analytical skills and problem solving abilities he must have the knowledge of uh, programming uh, but it's not a very big must but having a programming language knowledge would, would help you understand some things very fairly very easily uh, because you must have some programming basics because at the end of the day you are kind of working with a programming environment uh, not really but kind of um so having that program language makes some things very easy and intuitive which would rather not be but that comes along if you start to learn if you do not have programming language background as well if you do not have a programming background it is still very fairly easy to learn but it's easier for the people who have that knowledge so anywhere you'll be learning they'll be giving you some bits and pieces of programming basics like what is a variable and stuff like that so that it becomes easy for you as well so very much the basics not in depth is required other than that they have, must have the ability to integrate various different technologies so as i mentioned before rpa is something which is built on your existing infrastructure it does not replace your technology which was prevailing uh, there so it merges with it so they, the people have to understand how to uh, connect their rpa with excel or their uh, web browser and stuff like that so these are mostly very drag and drop tools are fairly easy to learn so uh, skill requirement is not that much but uh, still having these three four things in in the bag always helps you beat the competition okay guys thanks for listening to this session of intel about podcasts subscribe to the show for more upcoming podcast content in the meanwhile you can learn various technologies from our youtube channel where we update every single day stay tuned for more and goodbye